It'd be hard pressed not to dance and move or move your foot something to this song, really. Correct. This was suggested by my friend and my client, Ken Punzarelli, and uh, CEO out in Denver. He said, play that song. How could you not move? <laughs> the whistle, the whistle gets you. Yeah, really. Well, this guy makes great music, you know. Morning, morning, morning as the crowd rolls in. Good morning, Rudelberg Daily Huddle. Welcome back to it. Who's going to get his drum? This is putting a smile on my face. I hope it's doing it to you, too. It's your Tomer. Move like noodle. I love that. I love that. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Disco morning, baby. Sean Flood in the house today. Gus Rennie in the house. Good to see you guys. Greg Garnish, good morning. Gus Rennie. Gus, your buddy uh, LT is a is a regular now. Exciting <laughs> day yesterday. We were out doing visits, baby. It was an exciting day. We visited uh, another huddle. Shout out to City Furniture. We were there yesterday. Shout out to Christopher uh, Schoenfield. Did a great job yesterday with his morning huddle and his crew. So that was really cool to be a part of and excited about the future there. I'll be singing this all day. Good morning, Jeff Bishop. KCO man, bringing Connecticut. Now that's a dude, when he comes, he brings the entire family. There's 20 some odd people from his family watching. Andy Hill in the house. Good morning, Andy. Thank you for joining us. I love it. By the way, I love my city mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Shout out to uh, Sharon Cherry for taking the huddle and taking it offline. Connected with her for a virtual coffee yesterday and really enjoyed our time together. Shout out to her. Good morning, Larry Long Jr. So I, I called him yesterday. He's LLJ Cool. Instead of LL Cool J, <laughs> LLJ Cool, man. I'm like, you, yes, you should own that, Larry. You should 100. You need a shirt to say that and then send me a shirt. All right, let's see. So you you, you want to get going here, my friend? Let's jump in. Let's get rocking and rolling. Okay, so uh, just to give some clarity to the day, and Tim, you're right, it is hump day, June 17th. It's the 168th day of the year, and that means we have 197 days left. So plenty of time to kick your ass in gear, number one. Uh, number two, just to show you that the world is a little upside down and crazy and still people spending money on crazy shit, there's a company called Cameo that does like uh, celebrity shout outs for $15,000. 
you can have a 10-minute Zoom call with Jeremy Piven. Now, <laughs> I know Jeremy Piven, right? Jeremy yeah. Piven. You guys said dinner. <laughs> so I ain't paying $15,000. <laughs> I love him. I think he's a great actor. Ari Gold, you know, but so Very the world upside down. Listen to this. Now, Tony Hawk, on the other hand, and Lloyd Gillick will probably love this one. Tony Hawk charges a thousand bucks. Now, there's a guy who wants to do some good in, in life. And uh, Brett Favre, just to give you some other, um, he charges five grand. So uh, people are spending money to get face to face with celebrities. And I think it's pretty crazy. So I wonder, what, I wonder if any texts come with the, uh, with the five grand for Brett Favre. I, I bet you they don't. Any text messages. <laughs> I think it's just uh, it's just the state of the union, you know. If you, uh, it, it's just nuts. So today, um, the song of the day is "Moves Like Jagger." The reason why I play that song is number one, it's kick ass. It sort of gets the blood flowing, and you know, you think better. You know, I'm a fan of music. That's why we play it every morning. But I want to talk about moves. Um, the idea that you know, in wrestling, there's a move, and in chess, there's a move. Well, in sales, there's a move, you know, jump in. And if you could you could change the word move and say technique. It's the same. Yeah. That word is synonymous with each other. You know, they're, they're the same and they mean the same thing. But everybody has techniques. The best basketball players in the world, the best athletes, the best singers, everybody has a technique to what they do. Now, the techniques get used by a lot of different people. But what make each individual person, performer, professional, the best at what they do is they adapt the techniques for themselves. So while techniques or moves can be used by a lot of different people, like, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar perfected, right, the hook shot. That was, he had a move, the extra elbow. He took that technique and used it for himself just the way salespeople can take techniques and make it their own so that it comes off as their own technique, their own move. Love it. So for me, you know, I'm a fan of my, you know, looking back over my 40 years of digesting everybody's moves and going, wow, I could put that in my repertoire. I could do things to get better at it. Guess what? That means practice. You don't get good doing it one time. So today we're going to talk about some moves, some things that I do, things that I've taught you, things that you've brought to the party from football because the parallels are amazing. Here's the quote of the day. Um, uh, Elaine Bhutan, a philosopher and author, once said, if you are not different from who you were 12 months ago, you didn't learn enough. And so this is all about learning. This is all about paying attention. This is all about success leaves clues. So um, we're going to jump into this, find models or moves that have worked for others. Whatever you want to accomplish, chances are someone else in the world has already done it. So, you know, why do people follow Elon Musk? Because he's doing it. You know, I think one of the, the foundations of our training is that we do it. We tried it. And guess what? Not every move works. Yeah, I, I think it's the, it has to fit you. You know, when I was building culture around special teams, there's a lot of different ways to do the same thing. We I used to used to use terminology. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat, right? Everybody would skin it their own way. 
I studied everybody that was having success. What was the hot new trend? What was happening? And then I would say, is this something I can add to what we do to make us better? Yes, we can add it. It fits who we are. It fits our philosophy. I can teach this. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, mold with what we do and blend into it. Great. Let's take it, do it, and move on. You know what? Or so what that somebody else is having a ton of success with it? It doesn't fit our philosophy, how we do things and what we do. We're not going to use that particular thing. Great, they're having success with it. It doesn't fit what we do. So on that theme, before we get into some particulars, something that, that occurred to me early in my career was everybody has a to-do list. And whether you use your outlook for it or, you know, whatever, they all have a to do tomorrow. Here's what I'm going to do. And if you get good at your evening routines, basically you're going to put down three things that you are going to do to do. And so everybody's focused on the to do you and I, and this is special to us. We have a, I did list correct you know, because, you know, this, and I talk about it in my, in my book about celebrating the wins every single day there are wins. They, be, they might be micro wins, but if you focus and write down every day two to three things that you set out to do that you did, that creates unbelievable momentum and you get a sense of ease about what you've accomplished, not what focused on, oh my God, look at this mountain of shit I got to do. And you use the word focus, which we've talked about before on a takeover Thursday, but not only does it create momentum for you, but allows you to focus on what's working and what's not working, right? I mean, that's a list that we use with everybody that we work with to figure out where do we need to turn our focus and remember the acronym that we broke up for each letter, where do we need to turn our focus to what's not working to move it to the what's working list? So. I mean, that the good, the bad, the ugly is a great movie, but it's also a philosophy that I think is essential to teaching. Because if you're not looking at what's good, what's bad, and what's ugly, like that was a part of our film study every day. And, and that's a part of training. I don't care if it's football. I don't care if it's business. I don't care if it's singing. You have to evaluate what's happening. This is good. Great. Let's continue on with that. This is bad. We need to fix this and get it to good. This is ugly. We need to get it out. We can't have this here. These things can't happen. You know, the, the challenge is, is that things that don't work, that don't work over a period of time, fester. They create, you know, it, it is a form of cancer. They create negative feelings, neg negative emotions. So for me, I always, every CEO that hires me or I get, in to get engaged with, or I have a conversation with, or you know, great salespeople, and this is how I did it. I would go, shit, man, that, that looks like, you know, you know, you're the top guy on the totem pole. I'd walk into another company, I'd go, tell me how you did that. I mean, we were, you know, there yesterday at City, there was one guy who was not gonna cover off the ball. I wanna know, what he's doing yep. because whatever he's doing it's working conversely all of us have shit that doesn't work man it might be family it might be health it might be whatever it might be some other relationship thing that's not working you got to remove that so i'm going to give you a couple of examples uh ben sterner who is the ceo of leverage agency in new york it's a big sports marketing agency i'm having a blast 
working with him and his team. Uh, we're into some big, big deals in soccer and stadium stuff. Anyway, I asked him, I said, dude, what's the process for you? And I loved it, man. He just, you know, this is so on point with where we are. Number one, find commonality. Number two, put some humor and relatability into it. And number three, build trust and, re- and, and a relationship. You know, you know, where in sales manual did you see that? <laughs> right. I you love know, it. So yeah, I, I mean, the, the, there's nothing else that needs to be said about that. I mean, that's the foundation. I think you and I had this conversation before we hopped on. There's a lot of people who teach sales techniques. There's a lot of people who teach sales moves. Most of what we teach revolves around the fundamental idea that relationship is paramount because no matter what business you're in, if you can create relationships with the people that you do business with, it creates longevity, it creates more opportunity for you than in a transactional world. Not to say that every business isn't transactional, but if you can find a way to build relationships, no matter what, that's gonna equal more success. So I got a question for you, and we didn't talk about this before, but um, when you found a play that works, right? Where did you put that play? At the very top of the list. This is such a great question for me because people would like, we were really successful everywhere I was at kickoff return, right? And we would score touchdowns a lot. Okay. And people would say, well, what do you do? And I say, I have two plays. I have two. I have two plays. I ran, we called it rocket four, right? And I would tell the kids when I first got to a school, we're going to run rocket four. We're going to stand on the 50 yard line and yell to the other team. We're running rocket four and there's nothing you can do about it because I knew that we could adapt rocket four to be successful against what other people did, as opposed to trying to change what we did to attack what they did. So we said, we're going to take what we do, learn all of the variations on how to make it successful and do it over and over and over, which I don't care what philosophy you have and what business. If you choose to do what you do and do it well and learn how to adapt it to every situation, that's the ultimate unlock to success. So all of the places you coached, I love that we landed here. Um, the, the, all of the places you coached, you had a playbook of Every all time. of the stuff that you did in your career that worked. Yep. No different than salespeople. You yep. know, if you don't have a playbook of shit that you know that works for you, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, what, what are you paying attention to? I call it show up and throw up. That's what most right. salespeople do. I'm here. Okay, just going to let what happens to me, who's in front of me, what's going on. No, 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 no. I have my playbook. My Some of my playbook is made up of the 27 rules. But when it comes to interacting with relationships, these are the plays that work. These are the things that work for me. And I, I, like, I liken this, and I love that we landed it, but I liken it to dancing. There yep. can only be one leader in the dance. Yep. You know, if you and I, you know, I, I take somebody to dance. I got to be the lead. And I think most salespeople don't take the lead. They let themselves go down that lane. So um, parallels to football are amazing. Hearing the conversation, which is something that, I mean, I've spent a lot of my life in a car with you while you were on a cell phone talking, listening to you steer conversations. And that's, that's a move in itself. 
that's an art and a technique in itself. So, yeah, it really is. And, and, and you bring up something which is the number one way to learn is to listen. Correct. Stop listening around you. If you listen to the client, which should be number one in your playbook, listen to the opportunity, know where to go from there. So I'm going to give you one. Um, so, so I know all of the different sales processes. Four right. is one of them we shared with you. Challenger sale. If you haven't read it, that's another one. I'm going to talk to you today about spin. And spin selling is kind of famous because it's just sort of put it in those acronyms that you can remember. Now, for me, you know, being a student of the game and I've looked at all of the, the different training programs, I can tell when somebody's been through and I, I'm going to throw out the name, you know, Sandler. Sandler is a is a training program that has trained thousands of people, but they train everybody the same way. So there's no personality in it. Here's what you need to do. Here's how you do it and whatever. So you don't have any place to put your recipe in, who you are, what you are. And so I can actually tell, and I've heard people say this, ah, oh, this guy is pulling a Sandler on me. You know, <laughs> stay on the move. Stay on the move. You right. know, the turnaround. The turnaround right? yeah. so, so spin is a good one for us to jump into. Um, but before we do that, no matter what you do, you have to spend 10,000 hours in order to be an expert. That was Simon, um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell defined that. And if you think about it, um, if you worked full time for five years, that would make up 10,000 hours. So just imagine if you did it for 40. Just, just think <laughs> about it. So somebody, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you know, people ask me, hey, how long did it take you to write the book? 40 years. Right. <laughs> You know, didn't say. So anyway, here's here's the uh, spin method. Four things: situation, problem, implication, and need payoff. So I don't know if you want to jump in and share some stuff from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, those are great fundamentals to getting to the situation, getting the information you need in order to position what you you know what you what you have to offer and the value you're able to deliver but i think all of these things hit on the fundamental that you just talked about which is listening and people are blowing up in the comments about listening it's not just about listening it's about active listening listen active. hear what they say and repeat it back to them oh wow it's really interesting that this is the situation that you're struggling with right now or this is the situation that you're in right now so understanding what environment they're living in the situation that they're in in order to help move the conversation forward to find the problem you know so ah so i'm a firm believer that if you don't have a problem and i call it in my process pain if you have no pain there's no way you're hiring us right there's right. You know, we can be friends we can have a beer after five o'clock or when right. i'm not dieting we can have a beer you know right. but the reality is all I think in, in opportunity creation, it's all about finding the problem, you know, right. or, you know, because once you know the problem, you can design the solution. And that really, to me, is really the payoff or, you know, a benefit, you know, so, you know, this, this whole idea of situation, find out the situation, find out the problem. Correct. And then what's the implication if you don't do it, you know? Correct. So, you know, it's pretty, 
pretty simple stuff. But when was the last time anybody in the huddle focused on these simple four basics or what we talk about in the huddle every day is all basic stuff. You know, it's become part of my DNA. I, you know, you can't do it in a two hour webinar. You, you can't do it, you know, in an hour. You know, you gotta do this over and over and over and over until it finally sinks in and you can formulate it yourself. So, um, and then the last thing is the need payoff, which, um, you know, basically is if we do this, what's going to be the payoff? You know, what, right. What, and what I is, think in order to be able to do that, you absolutely have to be an expert in what you do. If you're not able to talk about like, that's why we were good at Rocket 4 was because I knew it inside and out. I knew that no matter what somebody else did against it, we would have an answer to it. So you have to know what you do inside and out so that you can easily persuade or educate them on why you can solve the problem the best way for them. You know, I think what tends to happen is most sales professionals show up with their own agenda. If I get this sale, I, I get quota. If I don't get this sale, I'm going to get fired and my manager is going to chew me out. Nobody gives a shit what's happening to you. It's all about them. We keep going back to that theme. So whatever process you use, and, and I've used this analogy also, just be a private detective. Find out everything you can. Find out other vendors that they've used in the past. If it worked, if it didn't work, the more info you can find, you know, which going back to Ben Sterner, allows you to create common, you know, common ground. Oh, you did that? Oh, cool. I've had experience with that. Ah, that, that, that. So, you know... When we talk about moves, there's no better move than John Travolta on the dance floor. You know, <laughs> that guy can move. We we broke a rule today. We did not have a hard stop. We're, we're over almost, it. We're almost at 22 minutes, but uh, got carried away. Love it. Hump day. Get out. It's Wisdom Wednesday. So any of you who want to share your wisdom with the LinkedIn universe or the social media universe, do that. Do it quickly do it today and then tomorrow is takeover thursday and uh young noodleberg gets to own the mic always be learning get on the ball stay on the ball love you guys thanks for joining us yeah uh, just one last shout out uh sarah journey from um, uh, north carolina had an amazing amazing time with you yesterday welcome to my world see you